Hello, everyone. This is Deb McBride, and welcome to my astrology podcast. Today is Saturday, the 7th of July, 2018, and I am broadcasting from beautiful Escazú, Costa Rica, where it has been a fairly sunny day. And we have a lot going on this week, so let's get to it. First of all, the sun has been trining Jupiter, which is a lovely aspect and only happens maybe twice a year. And a trine is a soft, flowing, 120-degree aspect. And the sun started trining Jupiter on Thursday. And the sun is in Cancer. Jupiter is in Scorpio. So when planets are in the same element, such as water here, they are forming a trine. Now, they, they need to form the trine by degree, of course, but this is a very flowing, lovely, abundant opportunity aspect. So this is a time to open up, to be positive, to be uh, optimistic, to be open to anything that can happen and welcome abundance into your life. It can also be eye-opening. In many ways, you see things that you maybe didn't see before, and that could be really beneficial, or you could see some really good things that you didn't see before. But in any event, it is a very positive aspect. The other thing is that Jupiter and Neptune have been trining each other for a while, and if you've tuned in a few weeks ago, you might have uh, recognized that I spoke about that. Jupiter and Neptune are co-rulers of Pisces. As Jupiter was the original ruler of Pisces before Neptune was discovered. And Jupiter and Neptune together are a very spiritual combination, and they teach us to have faith, and they teach us to have uh, spirit, and they encourage us to be open to hearing intuition. But the sun is involved because the sun is in Cancer, and Jupiter's in Scorpio, and Neptune is in Pisces. And the sun is trining Neptune tomorrow. So the sun right now is in between this really nice aspect of trining Jupiter and trining Neptune. And this experience is actually one that is greatly positive and beneficial to all of us. I like this at this point in time because we are having the eclipses start this week on Thursday, and I really find that we need some downtime, some pleasure, some positive, optimistic attitude right now because the eclipses are always intense, and we do have some intense eclipses this year. So this is a good time to meditate, to get connected with spirit, to sit with the energy and understand and learn what you're supposed to be learning right now and to be open to whatever comes to you and whatever flows to you and just sort of sit with the energy and be present. And that's the most important thing you could do right now is be present. Um, you know, I think this is great for getting grounded. And uh, even though it's water, it's just sort of helping. It's a stability aspect. It's a supportive aspect. It supports us emotionally. It helps us feel we're supported even if we are going through something tumultuous emotionally. So it can be grounding in many ways. I tell people to do whatever is meditative or healing to you right now, which could be. Um, being positive, being, being meditative, taking a hot bath, working with essential oils, working with a Reiki healer, working with uh, subtle energies, 
to sort of have this energy available to you and be supportive to you. So that's the one, one thing that I find to be very good. Meantime, Jupiter, speaking of Jupiter, is going to go direct on Tuesday the 10th. And that is something that is very beneficial for all of us because when planets go direct, it means that they're in their rightful place. They're no longer retrograde. We're no longer reviewing and refining and redefining. We're moving forward again. And so, so many things are retrograde right now. It's good to have Jupiter, the optimistic, greater benefic planet of abundance, to go direct. So this is really actually a benefit in all of this. And I like the fact that Jupiter is going direct while it's in this grand trine with Neptune and the sun and sort of being even more supportive. So whatever we've been working on these last four or five months, as Jupiter has been retrograde, it really is positive for it to go direct and we can start thinking about moving forward again in our lives. Um, so that's another lovely thing that's happening. Uh, Jupiter's stopped right now in the sky and it will start to pick up again probably in about a week. So we can look forward to Jupiter sort of moving off that 13 degrees, um, but not for a little while yet. It'll, it'll stay at 13 degrees. And if you have something at 13 degrees in your chart, then Jupiter is triggering that right now. So look for the abundance, look for the eye-opening experiences, look at, look at for, looking for where you can expand. And this is an expansive energy. So we get to expand now as we move into this eclipse period. The other thing that's happening is that on Monday the 9th, Venus is moving into Virgo, which is not Venus's favorite place, but it is a stable place considering it's going to be, Venus will be making some good aspects to the outer planets, which are in Capricorn. So Venus will be in Virgo the rest of the month, and it's a good time to do things that are practical. Um, look at you know, your finances, look at your your wardrobe, do some clearing out, do some letting go of wardrobe things, you know, um, anything that's very practical right now in the, in the Venusian sense, anything that's practical for your home, for your beauty routine, for your wardrobe, for anything that's ruled by Venus for your finances. So yes. Now the big news of course, is that there is a solar eclipse on Thursday, the 12th. We've been waiting for this for a little while because it is the first of three eclipses. So as we prepare for this, uh, we'll, the energy will get more and more intense. Eclipses are always intense. They bring what is hanging in the air to the table. They bring the truth to the matter. This one is at 20 degrees of cancer. And the... A solar eclipse means that the sun and the moon are in the same place. So it's a new moon because the sun and the moon are in the same place, but they are being eclipsed because we're close to the node. So it's a 20 degrees of cancer and that opposes Pluto. Ha, what does it all mean? So the eclipse occurs at 10.48 p.m. on Thursday the 12th on the Eastern time zone. And right after that, the moon goes void. So there's, you know, oftentimes after an eclipse, the moon goes void. And then there's nothing to do after that. It's just experience the energy. What does it all mean? So first of all, the sun is going to oppose Pluto in the morning at about 6 a.m. Eastern time. And 
what's going to happen is this is this is really the beginning. When we have Sun opposite Pluto, there's often very intense energies available to us. And it means that we are not just dealing with a solar eclipse. So a new moon solar eclipse, if it just occurs by itself and it's doing all sorts of lovely things in the sky, like making happy aspects to Jupiter and stuff, well then, hey, you know, we have a very positive opening energetic eclipse. But this comes with a price tag. <laughs> this comes with something else other than just the sun and the moon. This comes with Pluto. And Pluto is the planet of transformation. It is the planet of the underworld. It is where we go into the underworld to seek and embrace our darkness, shine a light out on it, and come back up out of the darkness, renewed, transformed. Pluto is a force to be reckoned with. We are not doing anything uh, without Pluto with this eclipse, meaning that the eclipse is transformative in and of itself. So eclipses, the light is hidden anyway. Remember the light of the moon is hidden when, or the, the light of the sun is hidden when uh, we've got a solar eclipse. And it's the sun that's being eclipsed as opposed to the moon that's being eclipsed, which is in two weeks. But the sun is being eclipsed and we are in a place where the light of the sun is not visible for a short amount of time. And so the light is really disappearing on Thursday. When we have eclipses, there's a moment when all is plunged into darkness depending on where you are in the world, if the eclipse is visible, if you're watching it, if it's total or partial, etc., it's often indicative that we're going to go through a moment of uncertainty, darkness, lack of clarity before the eclipse comes, you know, the sun is no longer shielded by the moon and we experience the appearance of the sun again. It is opposite Pluto. Therefore, where the eclipse goes, Pluto goes. And so this is an eclipse that plunges us into a lot of darkness in the beginning. And it's an opposition. So we have the sun and the moon on one side of the scale here, and then we have Pluto on the opposite in Capricorn. And this is powerful for many reasons. When we have an opposition, which is a 180 degree aspect in the sky, the sun and the moon are sort of bringing in the Lord of Darkness and in this case, and wherever the intense amount of energy that an eclipse brings in our chart is, so wherever you have cancer in your, 20 degrees cancer in your chart, opposes the Pluto and the Pluto is plunging you into transformation with another entity. So it means that you are looking across the table at someone or something that is causing a deep transformation. When you look at, you know, you could be looking in the mirror, you could be looking at a person across the room for you, your spouse, your colleague, your whatever, depending on where all this falls. The sun opposite Pluto, which happens every year and anyway, 
is a moment of transformation or enlightenment, or we look out at the sun, you know, we look out at Pluto from the sun and we're standing sort of with the sun and we look at this and we say, okay, there's some enlightenment going on here. Pluto is showing me something that maybe was hidden before because remember Pluto is from the underworld and we didn't see it. So the sun often gives us the opportunity to see what's really going on when it's opposing Pluto. Like we really understand the dark part of this and things start to make sense a little more then. It's not the most fun aspect. If you are living, if you're someone who's a Cancerian right now, born in this week, like the 9th, 10th, 11th, 12th of, of uh, July, then this experience of Pluto is, has been hitting you all year and probably last year too, where Pluto has been opposite your sun. The sun is our life force. If the sun is our life force and we are getting hit with a Pluto transit, our life force feels like it's being attacked by something transformational that needs our attention. And so other entities, other people, other stories, people across the table from us need our attention because they are showing us something we need to transform. That is what's happening in this eclipse everywhere. And since it's got the moon involved and now it's the sun and the moon opposite Pluto and the moon will oppose Pluto mm, shortly before the eclipse, about a little before 10 on the Eastern seaboard on the 12th that night, we have the moon. This, this is, this is an all out emotional experience. So I expect that there may be some very powerful, profound, life-altering, life-changing experiences that are happening for each of us as Pluto opposes the solar eclipse, or the solar eclipse rather opposes Pluto. This is not simple. It is complicated. This is not a simple eclipse. This is, wow, that was stunning. <laughs> wow. That was life transforming. Wow. Things aren't the same anymore. Yeah. That's what often happens when we have an eclipse. Things come to the table and things show signs of endings or they really show us something that is no longer working for us in our lives. But when we have Pluto involved, usually something really, really intense is, uh, is afoot. And it's okay. It just means we, you know, what I'm talking about, this whole energy that we have this weekend that's nice and smooth and flowing, good. Take advantage of it. Sleep. Enjoy it. Be, be present with it. Meditate. Do a hot bath. Do some essential oils. Do something great for yourself. Burn some incense. Because when we deal with an eclipse opposite Pluto, that's really, really life-altering. And we're going to get a taste of something life-altering or something that we know isn't working anymore and we have to let go of it. And it's okay. It's okay. There may be things that we held near and dear to us and we just can't do it anymore. There may be things that are profoundly needing to change and we just open up to the change. The good news is, is that if we stay aware and we stay open and we stay clear, we can have a wonderful eclipse experience and say, wow, I let that go. I transformed it. And, and you know, Pluto is very liberating. If you have an eclipse opposite Pluto, 
you can be sure that there's a liberating experience as a result. So it's pretty exciting to get through this eclipse and move through it and come out a champion. Pluto is about empowerment. So right now we might be shown something that is supposed to be for our empowerment and perhaps we don't see it that way because Pluto can be powerful or powerless. And if you're dealing with an eclipse opposite Pluto, it may feel like it's powerless for a while as we plunge into the darkness. You may feel powerless, but do not linger there. Don't get stuck in the powerlessness. Open to the powerful. Flip it around, look at the other side of it, and say, I'm being shown where my power is. It might be hard to really acknowledge that or understand that. It might be hard to imagine where the power is in all of this, but you have to flip the equation around. Otherwise, you won't necessarily feel like you are gaining what you're supposed to gain from this eclipse. So this is the first one. The second one is in two weeks on the 27th, and we'll, when we get to that, we'll talk about that. But right now, we're dealing with Cancer and Capricorn. These are cardinal signs. They are the initiators of the zodiac. They are signs where we are uh, take, take up something new, where we start the fire, where we start something new. Um, cancer is always about what's secure. And Pluto is about, you know, Capricorn, Pluto and Capricorn is showing us where, you know, the power and, and maybe some practical thoughts or, or just finding our power in all of this. You know, they are both security oriented. Capricorn is security oriented because usually when you meet Capricorn types, they want to climb the ladder of success and create a secure, grounded base for themselves. What eclipses in Pluto and stuff will show us is, you know what, there really is no security. <laughs> the only security is within ourselves. If we're looking outside of ourselves for security, we're not going to find it. We're looking for it in another person, in a partner or anything, we're not going to find it. And what we're seeing now is just sort of how to find that empowerment and security within so that we can work with it that way. Now, this is a solar, so this is, the, this is the new beginning of sorts. So we're beginning something new here, although Pluto can be a bit about endings because there is a, um, you know, it is the opposition, but, and it is a Plutonian thing, but really we're looking at starting something new or becoming, becoming someone new in all of this. And so that's the positive. So we've got to accentuate the positive here and really start to embrace what's powerful for ourselves and where we can take a stand and take a step in power because that's what's important. Um, so in the meanwhile, uh, we have other pretty flowing aspects this week. We've got a lot of trines to, to Uranus and to Neptune and, and that means that the, uh, planets, the, the moon, as it talks to Neptune, and as it talks to Uranus, is just moving through very nicely and, and having some really positive things to say to each other. And the eclipse is on top of it. And it really is um, just sort of going to, it's going to rattle things. It always does. But look to where things are going on, especially in the U.S., because the U.S. is a Cancerian city, Can Cancerian country. And 
you know, it's, it's uh, getting a whole dose of Pluto right now and about to have its Pluto return. Um, we do have a pretty good week ahead, although the moon is going to turn void on Tuesday at four in the afternoon, Eastern time, be void until Wednesday afternoon at two o'clock when it goes into cancer. So that's a long 22 hour void moon. And so, you know, the, you know what a void moon does, you know, just do your business don't start anything new. And besides, we are in the dark of the moon now. So remember, even though we're going to a new moon and the light is hidden, etc., the new moon starts the light all over again. Uh, before the new moon occurs, we call this the balsamic phase or the dark phase of the moon. And when we're in the dark phase of the moon, it isn't really good to start anything new. So that's okay. So what we need to do is just kind of move through this week and pay attention to the energies and pay attention to what's happening for ourselves and how we can best use this eclipse to start something new and transformative in our lives because that's what the energy is telling us to do. The moon will go void after the eclipse at 10.48 p.m. in Eastern Standard Time. It will be void again very long until 1.30 in the afternoon on Friday. That's a long, long void. <laughs> and what we need to do, again, just sit with this energy, use it to the best of your advantage, um, gently glide into it with the energy that we have this weekend and sort of get connected to what it is that you want to accomplish and what you wish for yourself. You know, it is a new moon. So you might want to do a new moon ritual for yourself on Thursday. It may be time to just sort of start something new and do something new and like open, open the energy for yourself to start something new and transform your life with that. And on that note, I leave you for the week. Uh, please let me know if you have any questions. My email is deb at debmcbride.com. My website is debmcbride.com. I write a blog. I'm also on Twitter at Deb Astrology and Instagram at Deb Astrology. My Instagram has now expanded to IGTV and I did a very nice little video earlier today about the lovely Grand Trine in water that we're having and I encourage you to go have a look at it. And in the meantime, I hope to see you very soon on the other side of this eclipse. Have a good week.